and your name shall be exalted. Father, we thank you for that which you have said. We have come to our month of Passover. And in this month of Passover, your word has told us from the beginning that, Lord God, your cloud of glory will go ahead of us. Lord God, in the daytime, your glowing flame of fire by the nighttime. Father, we thank you because we enter into the month that this is fulfilled. Thank you, O God, because today, as we gather unto you, our hearts shall be connected to see your glory. Our hearts shall be connected to perceive of your salvation. Our hearts shall be connected for your word to be opened. We will have an attentive spirit. Lord God, today, O God, as we bring all our own thought to your own obedience, Lord God, we will punish every argument. We will demolish every stronghold in the name of Jesus. My Lord and my God, we say today, as we shall come, as we have come, your praises alone shall we give. Nothing shall glorify in your presence. Only you, O God, shall glorify. We say, Lord God, as we have come, we will not remain the same according to your word. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. We partake of the joy in your presence. We partake of the pleasure in your presence. We partake of the holiness in your presence. We partake of the salvation in your presence, of the sanctification in your presence, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, because so shall it be. And we worship you in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the living Jesus. From that Matthew 21 as well, we would read uh, verse 12, a few verses in front. And I start, and it says, Jesus entered the temple courts and drove out all who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those who were selling doves. So we're going to pray this morning and say, Lord, come into this auditorium today. We've heard that Hosanna to the highest is salvation in the highest places. So everyone who comes here, they're coming here to save themselves, to save their soul from death, and to save basically anything that is buying and selling in their life. So we're going to pray, Lord, oh God, even as we have come into your temple today, as we will wave to you and do the normal things that we we'll do on a Palm Sunday. Lord God Almighty, bring salvation to the lives of men. Overthrow the table of money changers in the lives of men and women in this house. Anyone who comes in here will receive the salvation of the Lord. Let's open up our mouths and pray. Father, we just bless and exalt your name. We thank you because people will come into your house, O oh God, this morning, O oh God, to look and seek righteousness, to seek your presence, to seek your glory, O oh God. And so, Father, even as we have come into your house. Lord of God, I pray. Father, is there be any money changers? Anything quarreling inside of us? Anything, oh God, that wants to dampen, oh God, your move? Anything that wants to dampen the move of the Spirit? Anything that wants to deviate people from the attention of that which you have in store? That which you want to teach us today, oh God? Father, overturn them, oh God. Overturn them to your glory. Overturn them to your glory, O oh King of glory. He said, and in verse 13, he says, it is written, my house will be a house of prayer. So every Everyone who has come in here this morning, Lord God Almighty, they will pray well up in their spirits, pray well up in their soul. King of glory, God of grace, wipe out, O oh God, and clear out all the den of the robbers in our minds and spirits in the name of Jesus. King of glory, God of grace, 
wipe out and clear out all the den of robbers, anything that is buying and selling in our spirits, that your namesake will be praised. Father, this we pray thee this morning. Lord God Almighty, Father, because your people have come to your house, O God, Father, to receive something new from you, that which you have in store for them, O God, King of glory, God of grace, Lord of God, remove everything that stands in the way of that, that your namesake will be praised in our lives and our worship will be unto you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Matthew chapter 23. I read from verse 34. It reads, The greatest commandment, hearing that Jesus silent the Sadducees and the Pharisees got together, one of them, an expert in law, tested him with question, Teacher, which is the greatest command in the law? Jesus replied, Love your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. We're going to pray this morning that, Lord, as we come into this sanctuary, help me to love you with all my heart and with all my soul and with all my spirit. Help me to submit myself under your control this morning. Let Christ take preeminence in everything in my life from this time. henceforth. lift up your voices and begin to pray. My God and my Master, we come before your throne this morning. Father, we subject ourselves under your authority this morning. Oh God, help us to love you, my God. Help us to love you, my King. Help us to love you, my Master. Help us to subject our spirit and our soul into your and, O oh God, Father, we commit ourselves unto you, O oh God. Have your way. Begin to ask the Lord for the rest of this quarter. Lord, have your way in me, O oh God. Have your way in my life. Have your way in my home. Have your way in everything I lay my hands upon, O oh God. Help me to walk with you, O oh God. Help me to walk with you, O oh God. Begin to ask the Lord, Father, in this meeting, O oh God, open my eyes, O oh God. Let my soul connect to you. Let my spirit connect to you. Father, come down. Help me to love you. Help me to serve you with all my heart, with all my mind, with all that you have given unto me, O oh God. Help me to render unto you, my God and my Master. Begin to ask the Lord descend upon me in this meeting, O oh God. Have your way in my soul. Have your way in my heart. Have your way in my mind. Have your way in my spirit, O oh God. Begin to ask the Spirit of God, lead me for the rest of this quarter. Lead me for the rest of this quarter. Lord, do not pass me by. Do not pass me by in this service. Begin to ask the Lord descend upon me where I can find Descend upon me in your fire. Open my spiritual eyes, O God. Help me to love you. Let my mind speak through, O God. Let my mind connect to you. Let my soul connect to you. Let my heart connect to you. Begin to add the Lord in this service. Open my spiritual eyes, O God. Let me see, O God. Let me see, O God. Help me to take every talk captive, O God. Let them be obedient to Christ, O God. Lord, I pray, man, Lord, we pray this morning, O God. Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, have your way. Descend upon my heart, O oh God. Begin to ask the Lord. Let me express your transformation, O oh God. Transform my heart in this service. Transform my mind, O oh God. Transform my soul, O oh God. Transform my spirit, O oh God. Lord, Lord, we pray this morning, O oh God. Take away everything that is not of you, O oh God. Open my spiritual eyes, O oh God. Direct me and lead me, O oh God. He departure for death for me. In this meeting, O oh God, descend upon me like a fire. Descend upon me in your glory. Have your way, O oh God, in my life this morning, O oh God. Open my spiritual eyes, my God. Father, we thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Still in the attitude of prayers, I will read uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. 
Stand fast therefore in the liberty by which you have been made us free. And do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Praise the Lord. We thank God for the season where, I mean, that we are right now, which is the uh, celebrating the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And if you look at the topic, our Father in the Lord is taking us, uh, walking in continuous liberty. Everything is just in line with what is happening to, I mean, in this month. We want to thank God firstly for the freedom God has set us free from being bonded. And then we pray again that God, everyone that we enter into this place that is entangled, we want to pray that yoke will be broken into this service. Let's begin to pray. Almighty Father, we want to thank you, O God Almighty, because you said we should stand fast in the liberty by which you have made us free. We thank you for the liberty you have made us free. You have transformed us from darkness unto light, O God Almighty, unto the kingdom of your dear Son. We thank you for this freedom. We thank you for this liberty. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. You have made us free in Christ Jesus. And here we are, O God Almighty, today, O God, worshipping you, exalting you. Almighty and everlasting Father, we live today's service unto your hands, O God. We pray for your outstretched hands, O God. Father, we pray as many as we enter into this place that are entangled with the yoke of slavery. We pray, Lord God Almighty, that your outstretched hands, O God, that can save, that can and deliver, you will break every yoke, you will break every yoke, you will break every yoke in this service today, oh God, that everyone that will step into this place, they will not go back the same in the name of Jesus, because you said in your, in your presence, there is fullness of joy, and at your right and pleasures, Lord Almighty, the pleasure, oh God, that you will, we have, oh God, through freedom in Christ Jesus, everyone, oh God Almighty, that will come into this place, Lord God Almighty, we pray, stretch out your hand, stretch out your hand, Break every yoke, break every bondage, every yoke, O oh God Almighty. Whether we know it or we don't know it, Lord Almighty, break every yoke. Open our eyes of understanding to your word, even as your servant will minister, O oh God Almighty, that Lord Almighty, through your word, O oh God, we shall be saved, we shall be restored, we shall be redeemed. Yoke will be lifted, O oh God Almighty, and Lord Almighty, we will live in the liberty which Christ Jesus has set us free in the name of Jesus. Have your way in our midst, have your way in our midst. Let your name alone be glorified. You are the Almighty Father, Lord Almighty. We call you, O oh God Almighty, into today's service, O oh God. Lord Almighty, that today's service, O oh God, will bring freedom, O oh God, as many as are still in the yoke of slavery in one way or the other, in sickness, in disease, O oh God. We pray for freedom. We pray for freedom. Lord Almighty, you are always in our midst. We pray you will move in your power and your name alone will be glorified. And Lord Almighty, your people, O oh God, will walk, O oh God Almighty, with their head, O oh God, lifted up, O oh God, speaking praises, adoration unto you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, for God Almighty, because we know you have answered and you will do much more than we can think or imagine. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' name from the book of John, chapter 12, and I'll read from uh, verses 14, 16. Jesus found an ass and sat upon it, as it is written, Fear no more, O daughter of Zion, see your king comes, seated upon an ass's coat. His disciples did not understand this at first, but when Jesus had been glorified, they remembered that these things were written about him, and that they have done this for him. Amen. You are going to pray this morning that the Lord will open 
your heart to understand the reason for this season. That as disciples initially did not understand, but later they understood. And you are going to pray. Father, open my heart to understand the reason for this season. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lift up your voices. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you, O Lord Almighty. Because you died for us. Because you died for us, that is why we are here today, O Lord. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all adoration. Heavenly Father, even as your word shall be ministered this morning, we pray that you will open our hearts, O Lord, to understand the scriptures this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, Lord Almighty, Grant us understanding. Grant us understanding. The Bible says in every man is a spirit. But it's the breath of the Almighty that gives understanding. Holy Spirit of God, breathe on each and every one of us this morning. That we will understand the reason for this season, O Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. That we will glorify you, O Lord. And you will be glorified in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit of God, breathe on us this morning. Breathe on us this morning. Open our hearts, O Lord. Open our minds, O God, to understand your word in the mighty name of Jesus. As your word shall come forth this morning, O Lord, our hearts shall respond in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord this morning. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Before we open the service this morning, I want to say to your neighbor, the Lord is in need of you. The Lord is in need of you. Will you allow him to ride on you? Will you allow him to sit on you? He will ride on you this morning so that you, your life is glorified. Hallelujah. I read this scripture before said, as they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there, and a colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. God is doing wonders in your life this morning. If anyone say anything to you, tell them that the Lord is in need of them. Hence I say, the Lord is in need of us this morning. We allow him to ride us. We allow him to move us. We allow him to change our lifestyle. We allow him to do all that he wants to do in our lives. So that we shall be glorified. Listen, when this donkey, when the disciples untied the donkeys, they took these donkeys to Jesus and he rode on one of them, the small one. He rode on that one and from that day, guess what happened to them? To, 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 to this donkey. This donkey that has been tied down. This donkey that has been disgraced. This donkey that has you know, be, I don't know what is all about this donkey. But from the time Jesus started riding on this donkey, this donkey was glorified. Say to yourself, I shall be glorified this morning. I shall be glorified this morning. Say it as you mean it. I shall be glorified this morning. Because Jesus is riding on me already. Hallelujah. And I'm preparing you so that when the time comes and the choir begins to lead us in singing and everything, let Jesus ride on you. Sing it. And know that you are being glorified. Hallelujah. And it shall be so.
in the name of Jesus. Guess what happened? He said, a very large crowd, sp- a crowd spread their clothes on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on, uh, uh, on the road. You shall be glorified this morning. People will honor you after, after today's meeting. When you go out there, things begin to happen in your life like never before. He said the crowd that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. God is about to glorify you. He shall be said, Hosanna to you, the son of, the son of, put your father's name there, the son of God. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. The sound of rejoicing will not leave your life today. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was dead uh, and asked, Who is this? When Jesus entered your life, your life will not remain the same. He said, The whole city, the whole city, everyone will know about you. Your office will know that something has happened to you. Friends will know that something has happened to you. In your house, they will know that things have happened to you. Everyone that comes around you know that things have uh, happened in your life. So the crowd answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Hallelujah. Jesus is turning our lives around in the name of Jesus. With this in mind this morning, I want us to read the book of Psalm 24 with an uplifted hand as we open the service. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwelleth therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. 
All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth is speaking praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name. Forever and ever. Amen.
we have been able to provide just few handkerchiefs. So maybe you we distribute it from the front. Let's wave. Let's do it. The day it was done. On that very day. If you don't have one handkerchief, use your own clothes. Use your own handkerchief for your scarf. Anything. I'm watching. Because I know that these people are ready.
Yeah. 
Say after me, what will become of me has not yet been revealed. What is the crown scripture yesterday? Thanks be. Shall we read together? Thanks be. He always. If you were not here yesterday, ask yourself, where was I? <laughs> oh, where I am. <laughs> Hallelujah. Please bring my drink up. I welcome you to Palm Sunday. We started a journey yesterday by the covenant of God upon Christ's tabernacle. Who said to Christ's tabernacle every first, second, and third of each one? Meet with me. And then you have easy ride for the rest of your month. And it has been so. And it says every last Friday of the month, come over and give testimonies and see what I've done. And it has been so. So if you missed yesterday, don't miss it next time. The church already had moved some miles ahead from where you saw them last Sunday. What I've been talking about is working in victory. And I'm going to continue on the same story of working in victory. Somebody who had not um, read the scriptures before, I will call to come and read the book of Psalm, uh, the book of Matthew, sorry. 21, verse 1 to verse 16. You haven't read the scriptures before? You have been a chorister, isn't it? But you haven't read the scriptures before. Come and read the scriptures for me. What's your name, darling? Sister Ryan. Sister Arian. Ariella. Beautiful. You want to read the scriptures. And I want everyone to listen to the story. You know, whenever I teach you in this church... I told you my teaching have two purposes. One, to expose to you the truth of the Word of God. And also to teach your mind how to understand the truth. So that you can teach. Everyone who is born again must be able to teach the Word of God. But you have to be under an instructor who is instructed by the Lord Himself for you to become an instructor. That's what is called discipleship. So anything I do in this church, I do them with two intentions. One, to show you that it's doable, and also to teach you how to do the same thing. So that we can all attain the height that God has ordained for in our life before we, we fall dead and go. Are we together? So listen to this story with the mind of wanting to know and to teach. Okay, so start, Okay. Matthew 21. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, tell him that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to the daughter of Zion, See, your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, on a, co- on a colt, the fowl of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt, placed their cloaks on them, and Jesus sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, 
Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Jesus entered the temple area and drove all out who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves. It is written, he said to them, My house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. The blind and the lame came to him at the temple, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the teachers of the law saw the wonderful things he did, and the children shouting in the temple area, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant. Do you hear what these children are saying? they asked him. Yes, Jesus, Jesus replied Jesus. Have you never read? From the lips of children and infants you have ordained praise. Yes, put your hands together for the Lord. That is interesting. Do you know that your life is in the pages of this story? Let me show you something. I think God began to speak to us in this, convention, in this uh, victory night from, from Overcomers Night on some valid points about our lives. And I had God say to us that, you know, you may put me on, the, on your screen so that those up, upstairs can see if you want to. I had God say to us that on earth he will give us success. If you walk in line with the Lord, you'll be successful. It may not be according to the calendar of man, but you will be successful. I'm very successful, exceedingly successful. And the Lord said to us that he will fulfill all what he had promised to us as long as we are faithful to him. But he says to us that if he gave us all this excellence, success in our careers, success in our businesses, success in things that we do, and we become the top, just like that song says. He said when we die, all the success we have are finished. Nobody goes to grave holding the keys of his mansions that he had built on earth. Really, if they give it to your hand, it falls down from your hand. Because every physical thing on earth is no more relevant once you take your last breath. Now, I'll tell you this. Agnostics know that there is something waiting for them in the grave. Atheists know that after death, there is something waiting for them. Because of the fear of the certainty, they decide to try not to believe in God. But in deep in their heart is that fear, what would what we be my portion in the grave? Every human being knows that we human beings are different from animals. When animals die, that's the end of it, that's why we eat them. They don't have a soul. God didn't create that with them. But with man, when a man dies... There is something about the death of man after his death. If anybody has a problem understanding this, but I would ask you a question, why do we celebrate centenaries of dead people? Why do we remember the great people who have influenced our lives after their death? If death is the final 
destiny of man, and then there's no more, nothing more. Why don't we live our life ruthless and dupe and, and cause havoc? Grab wealth by any means. Why do we have the consciousness of morality? If nothing after death. So there is a sense in man. Eternity is in the heart of man, the Bible says. There is a sense of understanding that after death, there is something. But I'm saying this because this week is called Passion Week. And we start, Passion Week in Christian, among Christians is that we are looking at the last week of Jesus Christ. Or not. Now, for you to have a better understanding, imagine Apostle Williams. I'm your bishop. And I begin to talk to you from today about my departure. And you say, no, 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 Apostle can't die now. He told you several things before now. And you said that, yeah, 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 it will be some years to come. But Apostle knew that he has just seven days more. And so he had to fulfill all prophecies before his departure. And he continued to talk to a people who don't recognize that he was going to die. Only for them to come to Saturday and discover that he's dead. So was Jesus. He was speaking to his disciples as far as they are concerned. This prophet, young man, has long life before him. You know? And we're going to have bonanzas of cripple work, blind sea, and all stuff like that going on. We're going to have good feasts of feeding several people when they are hungry. The master will provide. So they were celebrating a man who is dying. And Jesus was telling them about his death. But yet he did not know. So this week, he began the journey to the cross. But I'm saying this to help you know this. If you look at the world around you, regardless of all the diverse or diversities of confusion, but you are not confused. You know Jesus. What a privilege. A rich, those people who are rich in the world without Christ are afraid of the day they will die. But when we are rich, we still celebrate the day that we will pass away so that we can leave inheritance for people. There is something about us. It is the grace of God. In such a time as this, we thank God that the Father illuminated our mind to know that He created us and gave us the understanding to accept His Son. And so by it we are sure on our dying day we enter into glorious blessing. More glorious than what He has given us on earth. It's worth celebrating. Put your hands together for Jesus. Are you better than your neighbor who didn't know Jesus? No. Are you better than your friends who argue about salvation? No. But no one can accept him unless the Holy Spirit opens their hearts <laughs> so that the Son can come in. So in a day like this, we celebrate the grace of salvation. And we will see it in the picture of the stories of Jesus Christ when we begin to go through the story. So this week, we will walk through the journey of Christ to the cross. So tomorrow is the end of Victory Night, and then Wednesday we start the Jesus Seminar. And then we begin to look at Jesus in the last seven days until the day of his death. And then on Sunday, we will gather together to see what happened. Why should Jesus die and resurrect? Why did he die and his grave is still with us today? 
like all the heroes of, of old died and their graves are still on earth, their bones rotten. All the religious leaders all over the world died and, and their bones are rotten. But why should somebody die and rise from the dead? Why? And why do we believe in him? And we will see that and the power that is invested in us because of his, his suffering. We will see that in this week. Don't miss any day. Now look at this story again. Go back to verse 1. What does he say? As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples. I told you whenever you read the scriptures, first understand the letters of the word, and then you can understand what the word is saying. Read it just literally to understand. And I think we did quite a lot of duty or work on that uh, yesterday when I began to open your mind to understand of words and you saw the, the meaning of words and the, the, the real interpretation. So your prayer after yesterday changes. Hallelujah, somebody. So in the prince where we have been appealing before, you know, you become a commander. Because you understand the letters of the word. And I tell you something, same thing today. If you look at this scripture, what's he saying, by the way? Just leave verse 1. Move as I tell you over there, whoever is in that place. Now you see, as they approach Jerusalem, those of you who have been with me to the pilgrimage will agree with me that in Mount Zion, on Mount Zion, Mount of Olives rather, Mount of Olives, a lot of activities surround Jesus a Mount of Olive to his death. And this is why it is. I will remind those of you who have gone with me on this journey. And if you have not been with me to the pilgrimage, I want to tell you that from now to next year, you must not go on any holiday but to Israel. Thank you for saying amen. <laughs> Others are still thinking whether you agree with me or not. You go to Dubai, you go to a Atlantic city that they have not built yet. They are still imagining it. Some of you already are living in it. Amen. You go to Los Angeles and Angeles Los and everywhere. But you must go to the city of Jesus Christ. There is something about those of us who have been there. As we read this scripture, we can picture a three dimensions in our brain. The Mount of Olives is here. And is a descent that comes down to a gorge. A ravine. And then... It goes up on the other side of the mountain to the temple. And on the left of the temple is the old Jerusalem that Jesus is talking about. That the word is talking about. So Jesus went from the Mount of Olive. Really, he started from Bethphage. Those of you who are going, you will step your feet on Bethphage. And we're going to walk right through the same road that Jesus walked in this chapter. Riding the donkey. And if you are well behaved, we will sing in Hosanna like they sang Hosanna. <laughs> you can picture it in your mind. But you see, Jesus went from Bethphage on the Mount of Olive. He passed the garden, which would be on a few days' time before his death, which is the place where he prayed before going to the cross. And then he goes down to the valley, 
and then he goes up to the temple and then he completed this journey. But another thing you will find about this story is that you will find Jesus fulfilling every prophecy. Everything written about Jesus, he fulfilled them before he died. And does that not tell you and I that we can't die until we fulfill everything? I say you cannot die until you fulfill all that is written about you. (laughs) We have the same destiny with Christ. The next verse says to us, He was saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her cords by her. Untie them and bring them to me. Then the next verse says, because we need that two and three together. If anyone dares say anything to challenge you, tell him that the Lord needs it or has need of it, and he will send them right away. Now, could you know something? The Lord first spoke to me here. Jesus did not have a bargain with the one who tied the donkey. But Jesus is such that he has God's ability to see the future. To see the things that should take place, which is yet to take place. He saw the donkey with the eyes of the spirit. And he needs the donkey for destiny to be fulfilled. This is how God reveals to those who truly serve Him the key to the destiny that He has sent them. Or elements that is needed to fulfill future destiny. And you and I must get there. Jesus said to them, go there, you will find a donkey. How did they, the disciples, when Jesus said, go there and you find a donkey, that village there is a donkey there. Of course, there will be many donkeys in that village. But Jesus distinguished the donkey by telling them that that donkey has a cord and they are tied. Untie them. And if anybody challenges your audacity, tell them one word. The Lord has need of them. And the power of ownership transferred from the previous owner to a new owner without contention. Without contention. You see, that donkey is like you and I. Before we got saved, we were under a controller, a commander called Lucifer. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 to 3 applies. And the devil ruled our minds whichever way he wanted. He was the one who governs our thoughts. We have seen the practicality of that in the past two days that we have been having over commerce and, and the rest of it. I've been teaching you how that operates. So we did things the way we thought, not knowing that we are under the influence of satanic forces of this age. And we got into many troubles that we shouldn't have because we did not understand that whoever controls your mind controls your life. Either voluntarily or involuntarily. But when the time came for the grace of God to be revealed in us, Jesus sent the Holy Spirit who came to us. Either he spoke through a preacher 
Or he just spoke to your mind. There are people who were saved without anybody preaching to them. Holy Ghost just ministered to them and they got saved. And the rest of us, someone told us about Jesus. And when Holy Spirit came to tell us about Jesus and illuminated our mind, the former master called the devil lost his grip over our life. Spirit, soul, and body. It's like that donkey. Let me tell you something about donkey. Because those of you who were born in this part of the world, when I say donkey, is the only one that they, they, they hold in a black heat. You know, they are having something black heat now. They hold them in black heat and they will tell you to ride a little bit. You pay them some coins and you ride the donkey just from here to there. You come back. Donkey is not easy like that, as you think. I, I remember when I was working in, in Nigeria, you know, as a land surveyor, I had a project on a, a highway to be constructed. And I was then the agent for that contract. But I also to build a road that had been designed from one village to another village. I see the village that I was building this road is called Magama. Magama. And the destination is called Gumao. And there's a place called Rinjingani, which is like a metropolitan city. So everybody in the village from Gumao and Magama, once in a week, they have a market. And they will all go to that market once in a week, trade in the market, and go back for until the following week. You know, you go to Sainsbury's every day now, isn't it? No, it's not so then. <laughs> you come one day in the week, buy what you want to buy. If you miss that market, I'm sorry for you. You will fast. Anyway, <laughs> but when they come, <clears throat> you see, the traders will carry their donkeys and they will mount so much heavy load on the donkey. When they are building their load on the donkey, the donkey will, will bow down. He wouldn't move. Until you are afraid that they're going to kill the donkey, anyway, the donkey will carry the load and start moving. But one day, the donkey was carrying the load and they were moving from Magama to Gumao. And when it's just about a mile, that's about seven miles or eight miles, well, it's just about a mile to reach the destination. The donkey decided to donkey himself. He jumped up and threw the goods, the, all the load away for the owner. And then, you know, when donkey, you know donkey, when they, when they cry, their noise is very, very loud. The donkey made a loud shout and ran. I know donkeys, when they come like that and they refuse to carry load, they will run back to the house of their owner and they will go to where they are tied down. That's what donkey does. They won't run away from any, to anywhere. They will go to the very house of their owner and they will go to the, the stick where they tie them and they will stay there, waiting for the owner to come and tie them. But you know, this owner is still seven miles away trying to mop up all the calamities and woes on the whole day miss the market because it's only donkey that can carry all the load. Donkeys, therefore, are strange animals. Enormous in strength, alright, but also very, very submissive to the owner. And donkeys, when they refuse or they felt that you want to kill the donkey, 
And they decide to respond. When they run, they go back to where they are tied. Is it not so with you and I? When we're in the world, whatever the devil bid us to do, we do. When we bite our fingers in those actions and attitudes, we will have the most for some time, but we soon go back to our vomit. Is it not the blood of the Lamb that cleanses us from all sins? So we were like the donkey. But when the Holy Ghost came and said, show Christ to you, and you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, Satan lost control over you completely. He lost control. The behavior of donkey was a foregone conclusion. You know, one thing you will recognize with me is that when the donkey, when the disciples were told, go get the donkey, there is something the disciples will have done. They will have used their intelligence or intellect to question the audacity of Jesus Christ. Are you telling me to go and steal? How dare you tell me to go and lose a donkey? Is it yours, Jesus? I'm sorry, Jesus, I can't do that. <laughs> Isn't it? You know, in England, we are used to asking why, 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 why? Isn't it? Everything, why, 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 why? Look, let me tell you this. A lesson we learn from this. Whatever he tells you, do. That's what the mother said. One time that, you know, we looked at that in the week, that's, the disciples, they wanted to test the ability of Jesus Christ. And they came and said, oh, we're in, the, in Cana of Galilee, and everybody was having fun. They were drinking and, you know, they were marrying over a wedding. And then the wine ran out. And they went to Jesus' mother. And Jesus' mother said, go to him. And said, but I warn you this. Whatever he tells you, do. Because what he will tell you will not be, it will not make meaning to your common sense. Jesus does not work by common sense. He works with God's sense. May you tell me, how dare Jesus say to them, when they said that, you know, you know Master, the wine is run out. Is he a beauty? Is Jesus a beauty? That he will go to him about wine? But I, the mother had warned them. He will tell you something. Don't think about it. Just do it. And then Jesus said, but my time has not come. Why have you worried me? Anyhow, whether my time has come or not, miracle is still available. And he said, you know what? Let me give you an assignment. Go. The, the, the chief butler was there. He said, go and get barrel." Fill the barrel with water. Okay? Fill that barrel with water. And I can imagine the, the, the chief, um, the MC, the chief butler, everybody come. Water? Yes, water. Water. <laughs> and I can understand. They will have probably argued among themselves that, are you in your right mind? But the guy said, fill the jar with water. And that's what he did. Then he went to him, to Jesus back and said, we have filled that jar with water. He said, draw the wine. He said, draw the wine. It's no more water. And the people said, yes sir. And they went and they drew the wine, drew the water, which is now wine, and tasted it. I said, wow, this is the best wine. Everybody serve the best first, and then 
they give the, 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 the let's taste it later. But understand this, that the instruction of God is what I'm telling you. What has God instructed you that you refuse to execute? That's why you could be in one place. Not be able to move. Turn what time to wine. He spoke to them. And they did it. My father, my spiritual father, Apostle Joseph Ayobabalola, one of those who prophesied concerning my birth and conception and my birth and the work I'm doing today. Really, in one of my encounters in 2007, he appeared to me again to speak about the days to come. God allowed him to do that. One day, he was going from one town to another, and they got to driving. His driver was driving him. And they got to a slope, and the car went, to, 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 and he stopped. And he asked the driver, what's wrong with the car? The driver said that it seems as if there's no more petrol. And the driver went. He said, go check it. Open the boot. They opened the boot. The tank was empty. The tank was empty. And so, he said to the driver, in those days, they, they carry water for radiators. So he said to the driver, do you have, what do you have in the tank at the back? The driver said, water, sir. He said, pour it in the tank. The driver said, engine will knock, sir. He said, pour it into the tank. Fill the tank with it. And the driver said, yes, sir. And he went and filled the petrol tank with water. He said, start the engine and go. The driver started the engine and they drove with water several hundreds of miles. The water drove them in the petrol tank until they were able to get to Really, the, it, it, they just filled the tank with, after they, they got to the president, they just add the petrol to their own petrol. You know what I'm telling you? When God says something, you do it. You do it as he said it. That is what's called faith. Total faith in God. Because it's very rewarding. I can tell you my personal life. When things that you see in the physical are not real, what are not the real, or they are not, they are not, um, the physical, the, the spiritual unseen negates the physical. That's what I'm saying. Negate the physical. A good number of us have lost opportunities because the instruction of the Word of God says this. And when you get there, you try to moderate it. You try to help God to paint, paint it. In your own way. Because you felt that, oh, but that is too harsh. Or that is too direct. Or what about, what about, what about? With Jesus, whatever he sends you is what you must do. And whatever the Bible says is what you must say. And you must not try to extend it. Because it will not work out of his jurisdiction. But you see, this is glorious. They brought a donkey to Jesus. Isn't it? 
the next verse says that this took place to fulfill the spoken word through the prophet. And that tells you and I that your life must be fulfillment of the written word. If the word says something about you, that's what you must be. You must fulfill every scriptures. Mark 16, 17 says, This times we follow all who believe in my name. They will cast out devils. So why are you painting devil and rubbing his head? Cast him out. <clears throat> he said they will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Begin the experiment from your body. When your body is sick, separate yourself from your body. Lay hands on your body and command it to recover. And it will be so. They will speak in new tongues. Don't say that it's a gift of some people because that scripture says all who believe. You believe, then that's your own portion. Pray that God will baptize you in the Holy Spirit. And this is what you see here. It took place of the scriptures. All over as Jesus was speaking or was doing, was riding this donkey, <clears throat> through the, on that day, he was fulfilling the scripture every, every, every action along the way. He says, this is to fulfill the scripture with the prophet that said, Say to the daughter of Zion, See, your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, on a colt and the fowl of the colt. Which scripture says that? Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9. In the book of Zechariah, it says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. See, your king come to you, Righteous and having salvation. Gentle and riding on a donkey. On the cult. The fall of a donkey. And this is the prophecy that Jesus fulfilled on that day. When he rode the donkey into Jerusalem. I love this. Now. Before I explain the next significance, I want to look at verse 6 and verse 7. It says, Then the disciples went and did as Jesus had said, as instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt, placed their cloak on them, and Jesus sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the tree and spread them on the road. The crowd that were ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna. The word Hosanna means save or salvation. That is what Hosanna means. Hosanna to the son of David. Now, before we go too far, they brought the donkey to Jesus, isn't it? And Jesus, they placed Jesus on the donkey. But before the donkey was given to Jesus to ride, people began to bring expensive clothes. They decorated the donkey. And they put these clothes on the floor. Can you imagine? For a donkey to be riding on expensive clothes, all donkeys walk barefooted. The donkey had been walking barefooted all his life. I would gather now. Maybe, you know, because he didn't have some shoes, he might have suffered some cuts and some pains in his legs. But this is a donkey. The donkey was coming, gorgeously dressed, and the donkey was walking. All the roads are littered and 
covered with the gorgeous apparel of mortal men. Why? Because of the rider. Because of the rider. Who rides you determines what happens to you. Because of the rider. There are some people who have been brought by the Holy Spirit to the church, but they refuse Jesus to ride on them. We tell about it is controlling of your mind. Let me say this to you. When Jesus rides on a man, other men will honor you. Those who have the wealth of the world will be looking for you. Those who have been highly placed in authority and power will seek you. You will not need to make your way to them. No. No. They will locate you where you are. They will find you where you are because of the rider that is riding you. Brethren, the church of God is a place where those who have been brought by the Holy Spirit, delivered from the powers of Satan, come. So that they can be taught about Jesus and how to relate with Jesus how to submit their counsel to Jesus so that Jesus will be preeminent in their life. And that is what makes you and I enter into destiny. Who rides on you? They are giving the honor to donkey because of the rider. When the donkey was under the, the previous owner, he was tied down and limited. Now the donkey is under the one who created heavens and the earth. He has no limits. Really, people bow to the donkey because of the rider. There are people who struggle on earth to be known. They struggle to reach heights in life. They fail. Because unless the Lord build the house, the laborers labor in vain. Unless the Lord watch over the city, the watchmen watch in vain. I told them a, a, a testimony in, in, in New Cross. You know New Cross Church? How many of you have never been to New Cross Church? If you have never been to New Cross Church, let me see your hand. Wait. Yeah, you've never been there. Yeah? You've never been there. And they have been visiting you. I'm taking you there. <laughs> they have been coming here. They are the ones who bought this building. You see, New Cross Church is a small place. Of course, before we moved, we were having services, three services on a Sunday. And before one service finishes, people will be filled to the outside. Before one service finishes, the people are queuing on the road that BBC came to film it. Alright? But you see, as small as New Cross is, not was, the building is still there till today. But let me tell you, we are building a 14-story building in New Cross. You are building it. Why are you looking at me? I said you are going to build that. If they gave you this place, then we have to give them their fortune stories. Already the architect is, is working on that, and with the approval will come out very shortly and we'll commence it. Are we together? So that they will have three floors, and the rest is going to be accommodation. So that our children that we are leaving behind will not have debts. I will not go to grave living dead for the generation to come. No. The comfort we did not have, our children must have it. So that nothing hinders them from preaching the word of God in power. Okay? But you see, as small as New Cross is, as small as New Cross is, we have received invitation from the White House 
And I've sent people from New Cross to represent me in White House. We have been invited by presidents of various nations. We did not look for them. They came to the wilderness to look for us. They located us. Let me say this. Some people pride in knowing governors, knowing all this stuff. If you know a governor, is that governor that should pride in knowing you as a child of God? Is that president that should pride that he knows you as a child of God? Because the, the president of today will live tomorrow. But you remain as a child of God. Or especially as a minister of God. How did we get to Cameroon? Somebody came to... Somebody who was a son of mine. He became a son of mine. A minister. He has been looking for spiritual father all over the world. But he has in his mind that he needs somebody who... He can see Bible happen in his life. And he came to my meeting. In New Cross. The first day he came, Pastor Debbie was preaching. And he, after the meeting he said, Wow! What a deep teaching. And so he came and asked that. But you are not the apostle? He said, yes. Where is the apostle? He said, the apostle went to Nigeria for a crusade. He said, okay, I will come again. When, I, when he will come again, I was not in the church. But I ministered in a tape that will be played to the church on the Sunday. And in that ministration, I said, somebody should be sitting down on this aisle and on this seat. I said, they have grafted your, your neck. There is a lump on your neck or some, some lumps growing there. Growth. And they have gone to the laboratory to check what it is. Stand up. And in that tape, I waited. And he was in that meeting. And when that person stood up, I said, you are healed in the name of Jesus. When she put her hand over there, the lumps vanished. It disappeared. There is no scratch of lump in that neck anymore. She screamed. Because she was wearing turtleneck. She pulled the turtleneck down. She screamed, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. But this man was preaching on tape. And he's not in the meeting. So, Pastor Jerome now said, Who is this man? How did he know when the person will stand up that he did not pray in the middle until the person stood up and then he spoke? And how could he speak in the tape and the person was healed? Why? Because while I was doing the tape, the Holy Spirit took me into the meeting. And I saw the woman, and I saw where she was sitting, and I spoke it. Of course, what you speak in sin must happen, because I saw her stood up before I spoke, though I have not seen her physically. That is what took us to Cameroon. Okay, let me say this. We went to Cameroon not knowing why we go there, than just to go and visit the small a, a little church. But it was a big cruise in the stadium. When I got there, the heads of Christians in Cameroon, who, who sat to, to, to start on the cruise, they told, told, they told me, they called me in, and they were telling me about Cameroon. I said, I've never been there. They told me several stories of Cameroon, and they now ended by telling me the story of how the president of Cameroon will not validate any Pentecostal church. All right? Of course, which we knew eventually, the president told us that when Pentecostal church conducts deliverance of people, and people are dying in churches. Because they, were, they, they do what, what they call deliverance. Eh? 
And he said that, no, Roman Catholic don't keep people like this. So he's a Roman Catholic, and he said he doesn't want to see any cults. And he called them cults because of deliverance. That's what we knew eventually. But at this stage, that night they gave me a microphone to speak. And when I opened my mouth to speak, I began to speak about an industry that the president has just started. An agreement the president just did with French government. And he has his soldiers there and his you know, private security, because those are, that's what those guys do. Who listened to what I said? Then I now told them, when I will come next year, you will discover a mineral. And I described the mineral they will, they will discover. And I said that that mineral, God said to me that that mineral is, for, is to strengthen their, their finance, to help the poor. However, this industry also will be established before I come. This industry will be established before I come. And when I finish all the industries I'm talking about, one of the officers came to me and said, the field that I describe is the president's field. He said, the factory that I'm talking about, alliance I'm talking about, the president has just completed it with the French government. And that industry started. They took the report to him. To cut long story short, the president himself, they invited us. This is the president that they told me that, you know that president is so fetish. He turns to lion. Ministers are telling me that. Can you imagine for a person to believe that one human being turned to another animal? I don't know what you mean. If it's on their dream, maybe they can fly. But physically for a man to become a lion, just take a gun and shoot him. That's all. You haven't killed a man. You killed a lion. You know, they, all these people have complex information. What is not in the scripture, they believe. They perpetrate. That is what makes Satan what he's not in the church. Satan can be a, 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 can be, a, can be a jackal outside there, messing about people. But in church, he's nothing. He's nothing. Unless on, on, on what we make him to be. This, going into the, to, 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 to Cameroon, Alright? We never solicited for it. I'm talking about who is riding you. The Bible says if a man's, if, if man's way pleases God, he makes even his, his enemies to be at peace with him. He makes the wretched ones sit with kings and nobles. Let me tell you what happened. At the end of the day, after five years, the president invited us, with all presidents of all nations, okay, to come and be Hosted by him in his feast. Apostle Weakola. They were visit, receiving every president of one nation, they would bring them. When we arrived, the president himself sent his personal car and said, Tell, please, let that apostle sit on my seat in my car. So, the pastor we took there, when we got to the airport, we didn't know what was waiting for us. A red carpet was with us. Uh, was put there, and they were taking us from one, like, like national uh, president come there, introducing them to the minister of this, the minister of this, governor of this, governor, and they were shaking their hands. And at, this, at the end of the day, the pastor who carried the camera, when he saw that, he took camera like this, he did not press record. He was just... Huh? <laughs> he was just going like that. Even when they now, you know, took us, all the soldiers, you know, when you, you are in the president's car... You know, you have people going, was going Mosaku was doing like this and like this, like this. And they were taking us to our hotel. Why they were taking us to our hotel? They put him in a 
in a in a military jeep where his head is up because he said he's a press man. He did his camera like this, not knowing that he didn't press record. <laughs> Until we got to the hotel, and I said, Pastor, where is your tape? Rewind it. He brought the tape. He said, hey, my Because God didn't want him to cover that. Listen to me. The dinner he invited us, every African president were together with us in the same room. Mommy and I was there. We are the only people who are not presidents. The rest were president of every African nation. Excuse me. Can your connection open such door? Who is riding you? I can tell you many, many, many more stories. There is no door that Jesus cannot open. If you go through the connection of man, they will treat you as subsidiary. But when God opens doors for you, and he's riding on this donkey, people will see the Lord who created them, they will give the honor to the donkey that he rode. How long will you struggle with God? How long will you struggle with God? Everywhere the Lord has taken us in this church, high places He has taken us in this church. We did not go because we knew somebody who knew somebody who knew the person. No, 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 no. 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 When Jesus was riding on the donkey, people were singing Hosanna. People cannot afford that donkey to walk barefooted. They had to put clothes under his feet. There is great power in you understanding that is the same Christ yesterday, today, and forever. Let people hate you. Let them not like you. It does not matter as long as Jesus likes you. And if Jesus likes you, then you must submit to his control. Let him control your mind. Let him control your life. Let him control your body. Let him control your house. Let him control your thinking. Lose your mind like that donkey and pick up the mind of Christ. Walk in the mind of Christ alone. There is great benefit in it. I said something to you that the spiritual father, my spiritual father who died long ago, appeared to me twice and gave a message by the Lord to me. I said, are you saying the dead? No. They didn't die. They live forever. God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, he said, I'm not the God of the dead, but the living. So, is Abraham dead? No. Because God said, I cannot be the God of the dead. He's only the God of the living. Let me tell you this. I was just jolting my brain yesterday after the message, you know, and I actually went to my began to look at that message. What God spoke yesterday. And something came to my brain. You know, I said to myself, in conversing with the Holy Spirit, that I think I'm one of the members of Parliament of God. I said, but I don't think I'm a member of House of Lords. And the Lord said, that, then what are you doing in the company of angels before me? And I remembered one day an angel took me from here to the throne of the Father and dropped me among the cherubs and told me what will happen in Nigeria in 24 hours. 
And I came back, announced it to the church. In 24 hours, there was wailing in Nigeria. Exactly what the Lord said. At the council. And the Lord said that, so, which house of lords are you talking of heaven? Have you not been in my council? My sanity came back to me. Four times I have been before the presence of the Father. In his council. Let me tell you this. Did I fast for it? No. What did I do? Submit. Submit. When you submit to Jesus to ride you, you'll be contented with everything you have. Let me say this to you. We spoke quite a lot about it yesterday. This is the destiny of everybody who believes in Jesus. Not just for some people. You will enjoy Jesus. Amen. I say you will enjoy Jesus. I say you will enjoy Jesus. I can give you catalogs of experience and encounter that. That word is true. The moment that donkey was brought to Jesus, that donkey was more honored than angels. Am I talking to you? His name changed for donkey because of the rider. Jesus is holy. He cannot ride on holy things. Everything about the donkey changed the moment the donkey was identified by Jesus and the donkey came to Jesus and said, Ride on me. He ceased to become a donkey. He became a sheep. What is driving you? What are you running after? What are you looking for? You can make your life easier. If you allow the master Jesus to ride on you. Very easy life. Easiest life. You go to places and wonder what, I, what am I doing here. Anywhere Jesus is, that's where you go. If Jesus rides on you, anywhere you go. If you go somewhere and Jesus cannot go to a place like that, you won't be there. Anywhere Jesus can go, that's where you go. Anywhere Jesus will speak, that's how you speak. Jesus at 12 went to the temple. And he was there for three days. Arguing with professors of divinity about the Bible. So at 12, Jesus knew the Bible back to front. They call it Bamisfa. CFT children at 12 must be the same. You didn't answer me. That's what I was. It's not impossible. That's what I was. The church where I grew, at 12, you must know the Bible in your head. It's, it's Bible paper. You must open it. They tell you the book of Jude. You don't go and go to the, the Genesis. I'm going to go looking for Jude. No, you go there. Abacock, you just open. You go there. At 12, our children should be fire. Fire. So that by the time they are 30, they can commence their work. By 33, they can rule the nations. That's what I'm preparing you children and youths here for. At 33, if you are a medical doctor, you are in the medical council of Great Britain. If you are an engineer, you are in the Institute of Chartered Engineers. You are among the decision makers, not just a doctor, not just an engineer. A lawyer, you are, you are a judge at 33. 
or a QC at 33. Anything you are doing, you are at the top. Because you have been programmed into Christ. The only one that can bring you to the place that he has ordained for you. If any one of you is just going after shadows, come and get back from there. And let's have God together and see what God will do. And if you are beyond 33, it's not too late. Moses discovered him at 80. Caleb, 85. And they say, achieve destiny. It's not too late to follow Jesus. All this argument, argument every day with your soul. The Spirit of God in you tells you this is not good, that is not good, and you are saying, what about this, what about that? Stop it. When Jesus said, go untie the cults, they went. They didn't ask God, they didn't ask Jesus Christ that, you know, but it doesn't belong to you. Jesus said, go untie If they ask, who said, the Lord has need of it. <clears throat> the Lord has need of it. They didn't, they, didn't, they didn't add to it. Jesus said, the Lord has need of it. They didn't go there and say, the Lord of hosts. He didn't say, the Lord, he said, the Lord. The time has come for everyone to recognize. If you serve God, God's way, the Bible way, you will see the Bible miracles. This is the message of, of Palm Sunday. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the heart. That is the story. <laughs> a donkey became a governor. That they are saluting <laughs> and they are worshipping because of the rider. Do you know something? As long as you have come to the house of God, let Jesus, let God. Don't say, I belong to CFT. What happened yesterday night? You don't know it. Those who came have understood. Where are you? When the Lord gave you a covenant time. Testimonies on Friday, if you had come, you would have learned. You would have been imparted. Don't be Sunday, Sunday Christian, submarine Christian. <laughs> uh, it will not be your portion. The Lord will be your portion in the land of the living. Satan have had enough right on some of us. Come on now. It's high time we put stopped in it. We stopped him. So that God can be God. And our life can be testimony. Finally, if you look at the rest of that story, it gives you the final information. Verse 9 says, The crowd that, were, that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Do we get a message there? Blessed is who? Blessed is Blessed is who? I can't hear people at that back speaking to me. Don't worry about my trust. I can follow up. It's no problem. I want you to confess the word of God. Blessed is what? Me. Who come in the name? That's what you are. You come here today in the name of the Lord. So you are Bless. Come on now. You know, some people say they are cursed. In CFT, if you come under this shelter, a curse that is stupid will not follow you here. 
Demon is chasing somebody. Tell him to come here. The demon that chased you, the moment you branch at, the, at my door here, God did not create that demon. He will remain out there. Because you enter into a place they call the house of God. And God is in his holy temple. Woe betide a spirit that attempts to breach that law. You are blessed. That's why you are here. Because you came today looking for Jesus, not Apostle Williams. And the Bible says, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. So why would you believe anybody who says that you have curses? They should go and open it and, and show it to you. Or this week I'm talking about the, you know, what the cross did for you. You will, you will be, some of you will be shocked at the preaching that some people have been perpetrating in the, Bible, in, in the, in the, in the television. Lying to you. Generational curses. Which generation? Which generation? From the day you are born again, you stop being your generation. The Bible says, such shall the man be blessed, the generation of those who fear the Lord. Unless maybe you come to church and you go to some other places. You come to church and you go to some other people. If that is you, then you must change. You are not born again at all. Somebody who come to Jesus and go to a witch doctor or a voodoo priest, you are not born again. You are not born again. Because it's not possible for someone to be born again and then be in that. It's not possible. It's not possible. So, but if you are born of God, you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I have a special announcement. Blessed are you. Blessed are you. Blessed are you. Why? You come in the name of the Lord. If anybody tell you different, tell them they are liars. You know, this is not talking about whether you, are, you, you think you are perfect. No, you are not. It's not talking about your fasting now. It's not talking about your prayer now. I'm talking about general benefit because you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It's not talking about conduct now. It's talking about if you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, He says, anybody who comes in the name of the Lord is what? Blessed. And you cannot find curse in the blessing of God. Impossible. Oh, it's impossible. Can't. Impossible and cannot. That is impossible. <laughs> Hallelujah. I love the Lord. What about you? <laughs> I love the Lord. What about you? <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. You are a miracle happening in the month of April. Let me tell you this. Whatever is written concerning you in this month of April, you will fulfill it. Amen. Heaven, hear my voice. I shall respond. Amen. I said there shall be way for you where there is no way. Amen. God says, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. You came to this temple today in the name of the Lord. So I pronounce you blessed in the name of the Lord. In this month, you will see the manifestation of God's blessing. God will mystify you. I was praying for all of you. I told the Lord yesterday that, Lord, these are people you have brought under my loins. When you pour oil on the head of a man, the oil does not stay on the head. There is nowhere to take oil, to gather oil. It falls to the collar. collar. As long as you are connected to this house, let me tell you this. I told the Lord, everything that you have given me as an encounter, let it manifest in everybody. You will see Jesus. 
I say angels will attend to you. Your eyes will be open to see the realm of the spirit. Not because you fasted, but because you are connected to the Lord Jesus. Angel will serve and attend to you. The Bible says, are not all angels, ministry spirit, sent to serve those who will inherit salvation. And because you have inherited salvation, the angels that serve you will reveal themselves to you. If you look at the rest, it says, when Jesus entered the Jerusalem, the whole city was stared and asked, who is this? God will soon do some miracles in your life that people will say that, who is this? Excuse me. He caught the attention of both his friends and foes. Foes are terrified. Friends are celebrating. And when foes are so overwhelmed with the terrific manifestation, they began to sing his praise. The Bible says, if man who swear pleases God, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Who can tell you your limits? You have no limits. Anything you can imagine in your brain. Remember I told you yesterday, the power of imagination. Anything you can enter in your brain, imagine in your brain, and continue to dwell on it, it becomes a stronghold. I remember the definition of stronghold. It is a fortified place protected from invasion. All right? Satan cannot invade it. Satan cannot stop your dream. If you can imagine it. By the Spirit of God. He said, the crowd joined. And then Jesus entered the temple area and drove out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and, and benches of those selling doves. <coughs> it is written, he said, <coughs> my house shall be called what? House of prayer, but you are what? I will read it together, church. I'm almost finished now. Let's stand up together, please. You are all gentlemen of House of Lords. I can see you. You you rise up respectfully, and you sit down majestically. And you say, yeah. <laughs> Let's read the word of the living God. It is what? <clears throat> Where is the house of prayer? The house of God, isn't it? So don't miss it. When there is prayer in the house, be there. To be prayed over is better than to be cursed. To be prayed over is better than to spend one hour in detention of the Scotland Yard for what you did not commit. Sit down, please. It says, My house shall be called the house of prayer. And the other report said for all nations. So this place is house of prayer. You come on Sunday, we don't have more time for prayer. We pray over you. But you can come on Thursday and join the prayer here. Intercessors in cathedral gather every Sunday, every Thursday. And they gather from 8 and pray till 9. And then go to the live program from 9 to 10. 
Prayer changes things. Prayer is incantation. It's spell. Gospel. What do you call it? God's spell. That's what gospel is. When you speak the word, you are casting the spell of God. You know who that spell catch? Satan and demons. The only spell that can paralyze the kingdom of Satan is the God's spell. Because it came from the Amica. Through your lips. And when we gather to pray here, that's what we're doing. But you see, there's another one, another thing there. Jesus drove out those who are buying and selling in the church. They are embodiment of evil spirits that find their way to the life of people and they begin to buy and sell in their, in their lives. God will turn upside down the tables of money changers over your life. They will have no more access in your family. You can see a family that are good, they are okay, they are enjoying themselves. So, suddenly something will start. Nobody knows why the problem happened and everybody is haywire. And I love you because I hate you. Who told you that? Demons of hell. The Bible says, I wish that you uh, prosper and be of good health as your soul prospers. So the scripture tells us this, that Jesus went into the temple he drove out. They have, they have stopped praying in the temple. They only go there for bazaar. They go there for, for hike. You know? They go there just to be, to be stirred up. There a lot of excesses. You have those who will just be talking, you know, hyping you up and all stuff like that. And when they are preaching, somebody is saying, yes, preach on. I've been there before you, pastor. Preach on. Preach on. Yes, I, they never have something that they should do. They have done everything that the preacher is preaching. That's the church that does that. Then the other churches, who, the only time you come, it will be good for you. It will be well for you. It will be, it will be prosper for you. But they don't tell them the rules of regulations of God to prosper. The rules and regulations of God to walk in holiness. They don't talk about it. Not so here, man. Not so here. That's the reason why you will attain it. You understand? All those things are tables of money changers introduced to the church. Doctrines of men. Not real encounter with God. Jesus drove them out. But those of you who go with me to Israel, we will show you in the temple that area where Jesus whipped them out. Where they set up their tables in the time of Jesus is still there till today. In the temple of Solomon. When we are at the Wailing Wall, on the right before the gate, that is where you see those areas of courts where people ought to be praying, but because of gluttony, because of, you know, desire to be rich, the priests turn it to a place where they make money. The Church of God is not a place to be making money. Preach about offering for one hour, and preach about salvation for 15 minutes and send everybody away. That's not what the church is for. Jesus drove them out. Every church where they do that, in a short time, they shall be shut down. And then he said, I love it. Verse 14. The blind and the lame came to him at the temple. And he what? He did what? Come on now. The blind and the lame came to the temple and he healed them. 
Anyone that is sick among you today will not go back with the sickness. When you come to the temple of God, you come to the pool of Bethesda. We read over the past two, three weeks, we were reading about Moses and Joshua and Caleb. And God told me that old age does not mean pain age. I told you guys, didn't I? I also was having some pain that are just stupid. <laughs> I had to decide that somebody had to leave another person. If pain doesn't leave me, I leave my pain. Get up in the name of Jesus Christ and begin to curse the pain to die. Because can you imagine Caleb at the age of 85 coming to Joshua and saying to him that the promise of 40 years ago, you know, Caleb, uh, Joshua, I am strong at 85. As I was at 40. Come on. All of you who are over 80, return back to your 40 age. What is pain? Some of us at 50, we are struggling to stand up. And at 60, you are walking like this. God deliver your bones. Amen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, you know, you, you say all manners of stuff that, okay, we, we ate so many things that is not very good to our body. And so, in those people, those people in those days, they ate organic, organic. If you didn't eat organic, whatever you have eaten in Jesus' name become organic. <laughs> If it's organic that you are looking for. <laughs> Hallelujah. The blind and the lame came to the temple and he healed them all. Shall we rise up together? <laughs> we want to get into the healing of God now. Amen and amen forever. My house shall be called the house of prayer. I want to lift up your voice and begin to thank God for this hour. Give God the praise and honor and glory. Thank God for the cross of Calvary. I can't hear your voice. Amen. On the hill far away See that old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. Somebody help out there. That
Jesus. Every cancer, I command you cells of cancer, be restored back to normal cells. Live, walk in the name of Jesus. Blind, receive sight in the name of Jesus. Everything the devil has put to death in your life, I command them back to life. What the devil has stolen, I command them restored. I declare you blessed of the Lord. I say your organ is blessed. I say your bones are blessed. I say your kidney is blessed. I say your liver is blessed. Your pancreas is blessed. Your brain is blessed. Every memory loss be restored back. The Bible says the memory of the righteous is blessed. I command your memory blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. As God has covenanted with us this month, so it shall be for your life. I say your life has just begun. You will see the hand of the Lord in the land of the living. Before the end of this month, your testimony shall be added to their testimony. So shall it be unto you. And so it is. In Jesus' holy name we are praying. Close your eyes together. If there is someone listening to me who have not accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior, you want to do that now? Uh-huh. Yes, Lord. I give you a privilege to be led to Christ. Just put your right hand on your chest and say after me, Lord Jesus, I thank you. Because you died for me. I believe in my heart that God raised you, Jesus, from the dead. I confess with my lips, Jesus, come into my heart. I receive you today as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Father, for saving me. In Jesus' holy name. If this is your first time of reading this, please make sure you contact us on our, on our email. And if you are in this building, if the first time you have, you have really done that, make sure that you come forward here after the ministration, after the service is closed, and we'll be able to attend to you. I want to welcome every one of you into the palace of our God. Put your hands together for yourself. Amen. 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 The Lord bless you. Please be seated. Where is mommy? Before I call Pastor Elizabeth to come and take our offering. Every year, myself and my wife. We sing anthem to all of you. And there's an anthem that we want to sing. Those of you who are very much younger, after my days are over and I'm gone, you will remember that, um, both of us I'm talking about, you will remember that um, we used to sing anthem as a duet. Mama and Papa and them. Has someone got help for me? 
She didn't know. She's always doing Zachariah duty. We sing. I think you, you in the projectors, you have my anthem sent to you. The English. You should have received it from Pastor Ajayi. Did you receive it? Because it was played in the Yeah, bring it, I'll get it for you. Pardon me? Just come over. I will get it for you. Where is it? Yeah, that's it. You have it, projector section. Huh? You don't have it. Oh, you are just opening it. I think you should have it old, in the old. Okay, that's the one you have. Okay, because what are my current band? This one is. Um, no, 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 not this one. Um, this is the English, isn't it? There is one above all earthly friends. There is one above all earthly friends. I will have checked that with you. Sorry, church. What is your what is your group name? Assertive.
because I think Pastor Pastor Nikke has sent it to you. Have you find something in it? Yes. Good. And you know, after every verse is the chorus. So, Dr. Ajini will treat it well. He understands it. What this song says is that there is one above all earthly friends whose love all earthly love transcend. It is my Lord and Christ divine, my Lord, because I know his name. I know he's mine. This friend, so dear, he lives with me, he's ever near. Ten thousand charms around his shine, around him shine. And best of all, I know he's mine. Are you ready? I know he's mine. This friend so dear. You got it? All right. I want you, if you don't understand the language I want to speak now, because the language I'm speaking now is the language of God. If you haven't heard God speak before, just listen. I want to speak in God's language. Are we together now? Yes. God's language. Can you see it? All right. We take it together. Where's your mic? Oh, mic. Christi mi Oh, oh. 
say this to you in secret. This month is my 40th anniversary with my wife. I let the card lose it. And I've decided to take her for a honeymoon at Jerusalem. Instead, can you hear her? She, she wants to go to Engedi. She will walk. <laughs> Where Jesus walked, we will both walk. Amen. God bless you. Let's welcome Pastor Elizabeth to take our offering this morning. Palm Sunday, everyone. What a lovely day to remember the beginning of Christ's journey towards the fulfillment of our destiny. Because every step that Jesus took, it should remind us that it was so that we could be saved, right? It's amazing. And with this in mind, I'm going to read this morning as we prepare our offering from the book of First Chronicles, chapter 29. 
and I read from verse 10. David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly, saying, Praise be to you, Lord, the God of our father Israel. From everlasting to everlasting, yours, Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor for everything in heaven and earth is yours. Yours, Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. Wealth and honor come from you. You are the ruler of all things. In your hands are strength and power to exalt and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to give as generously as this? Everything comes from you and we have given only what comes from your hand. May the Lord bless the reading of his holy word. I'll give us a a few minutes just to prepare what we have decided to present to the Lord with thanksgiving this morning. Please let us rise. Father Lord, we want to thank you for the opportunity that we have to come before your throne with thanksgiving offerings and offerings and tithes in our hands. We pray, Father Lord Jesus, that you will continue to provide our needs according to your riches in glory through Christ Jesus so that we too can be obedient in giving our offerings and doing even more for the kingdom of the Most High God. I thank you because you have not forgotten us and I speak specifically to those who are not working or don't have the opportunity to give. Lord, remember them at this time. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for opening up heaven and pouring down rain upon the work of our hands. May your name be glorified in our offerings this morning. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Amen. God bless you and keep you. Make it best out of
you, Lord Jesus, for you are for us. Help us to experience the presence of the Most High God, even as we embark upon this new week. This is your holy offering that has been presented by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we have praised. Amen. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. God bless you. Uh, Just a few announcements before we bring the meeting to a close. Uh, If you are visiting with us for the first time, first time visiting with us, we would like to welcome you and recognize you in the Christ Faith Tabernacle way. So if it's your first time, we would like to identify you. Please raise your hands and majestically rise to your feet this morning. And we will... I can see you all and I can see you from Scotland this morning here worshipping with us at Christ Faith Tabernacle. I'm sure you have been blessed. This is a family church. It is the household of God and it is the pillar and foundation of truth. I'm sure you are being blessed by the message and being here today and everything that the apostle prayed of course goes with you and goes with each and every one of us you're welcome to join us please take a seat uh, the ushers would have given you a pack please take some time to complete uh, the forms and hand back to us so we can stay in touch with you and as we always stress we will only contact you with information that is relevant uh, in terms of what's happening here at the church and the lord bless you Uh, Very quickly, tonight, normally we would have home group, but there will be no home group in our homes tonight, and that's because today is Victory Night Day 2, and Victory Night tonight will continue online at 8 p.m. So prayers tonight are 8 p.m. and not 9 p.m. Don't join at 9. We would have... uh, we would have uh, received for more than an hour by the time you join at 9, if you do. 8 p.m. tonight, day 2. And tomorrow is victory night, day 3. Apostle has said, don't miss it. Don't miss any day this week. Victory night, day 3. We'll be here tomorrow evening at the cathedral, 8 p.m. And it will also be our communion service. I'd like to remind us that our daily prayers will continue on Tuesday, the 4th of April, online on Zoom, YouTube, and free conference call, and that will be at 9 p.m. And note, I've only said Tuesday, because from Wednesday to Friday, 
we will have Jesus seminar and we will be back here in the household of faith for Jesus seminar 8 p.m. every day Wednesday Thursday Friday 8 p.m. we're here for Jesus seminar I'd like to remind us that on Saturday we have a career development workshop we've announced this I'm sure there's a QR code somewhere uh, to make sure uh, people can register. I haven't looked at the numbers, but it's one you don't want to miss. Uh, that will start at 10.30 in the morning. 10.30 in the morning. Uh, I won't go through the details of what it will cover. I think we've gone through those, but scan the QR code and make sure you register. I'm not quite sure whether we've reached capacity or not, but I'm sure we'll make provisions nonetheless. In terms of this seminar, I want to remind us that it's open to everyone, regardless of your career level, whether you're a fresh graduate or you are the CEO of an organization, everyone continues to have ambitions. And in this house, that's what we are. Uh, if you're a student returning from university or if you're graduating this year, you're also welcome to join or you're seeking work experience because it will be an opportunity to get yourself prepared. And there will be an extensive focus on LinkedIn, which is a key resource to market yourself in a professional space. As we announced, there will be an opportunity for corporate headshots. So come prepared in appropriate clothing. You want your headshots for your LinkedIn page, don't come with a hoodie or, you know, any other such thing. Unless your profession is one where hoodies are the uniform or accepted uh, form of dressing. But I doubt that. You have many like that. I don't know any, but uh, there will also be one-to-one -one CV sessions. And on that note, when you register, please indicate whether you would like to have a CV session or a headshot or both. And on the final point of the, uh, the CV uh, session, we have significant demand from those who have registered. We have a host of people who have requested a one-to-one -one session on CVs. And what we're doing are many sessions. So whilst we have already lined up a number of experts with significant experience, we think that for us to be able to accommodate all of those who have indicated they would like to have that support, we are going to need a few more people. So today... I'm asking that if you're a senior leader in your profession, and I'll tell you the key areas, if you're a senior leader in your profession and you are responsible for recruiting employees into your organization, then you may be able to help us. The key areas we're looking for, the NHS, healthcare and social care, construction, including general trades, engineering, there's a whole range of areas on engineering, education, public sector, housing, government departments, law and compliance, multimedia and digital technology and IT, including software testing, accounting, finance and banking, and project management. We are looking for 10 more people to add to the complement of those we already have to run the CV sessions. But of course, someone needs to speak to you before then. So if you are experienced in that area, any of those areas, and you recruit so you walk through the process of interviewing people, identifying what they need and so on. We would like to see you. At the end of the service, uh, at the reception, uh, Dikintemi will be at front. Pastor Tayo will also be at the front. Please make yourself 
yourselves known to them and they'll take things from there. I hope that was clear. If you didn't hear it properly, hopefully a replay of uh, YouTube will help, but that won't be before the end of the service. So please make yourselves known to them at the end of the meeting. I want to remind us that on Sunday the 9th of April, which is Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, we will be having a joint service here at the cathedral at 10 a.m. So next Sunday, it's a joint service here at the cathedral. My uh, two key announcements to go before thanks are the PVM retreat. What is PVM? PVM is the Prophetic Voice Ministers. And every year we have an annual retreat. In recent years, it's been out in Birmingham, the Hilton in Birmingham. Prophetic Voice Ministers is a body that the Lord inspired and instructed our Father to set up as a voice to bring ministers, to teach ministers, and also bring ministers back to the cross. And in this house, each and every one of us is taught to be ready to go out. You know, Apostle said it earlier today. Even if you are 12, you should be able to share the scriptures. And if you are born again, each and every one of us must be able to do that. But it actually teaches us so that if we are posted to Kutuwenji to go and start a church, each and every one of us can do that. Don't be afraid. I'm not suggesting that you're going to be posted. But the prophetic voice ministers is open to all of us. The retreat is holding in July. The QR code is there. If you intend to go, please register. And the Lord bless you. It is holding from Monday the 24th to Thursday the 27th of July. And then we have the Israel pilgrimage. We have heard so much about it, not just today, but yesterday, during Overcomers Vigil. Don't go on a holiday unless you have gone for that. So the Israel pilgrimage, QR code up there, is holding from Monday the 5th to Monday the 12th of February 2024. If you're planning to go, please make sure you register. Once you've registered, you'll be added to the WhatsApp group. So it asks for a WhatsApp number and a lot more information will be shared through the WhatsApp page. What I can say is that I have seen over the last two days the number of people who have paid deposits, only because I'm on that group, and uh, the minister that's responsible for uh, Israel is Elder Okereke, who is seated here. Elder, please can you wave so that those who have questions after the meeting can come and see you. Elder Okereke is responsible for Israel. If you've got questions, come and speak to him. But what I can say is that the places are filling up fast. We've been able to negotiate a much better deal. Um, and so please register fairly quickly if you intend to go. It's going to have to be first confessor. Because we have a cap on the number of those who will be going next year, February. Once we've reached that number, uh, others will then move on to the, trip, the, the following trip in 2025. Uh, and that's important because when we're on that boat, I haven't been on it, but when we're on that boat where everybody's singing, if you have too many people, all of us won't be able to go on that one boat. And I'm sure everybody wants to be in the boat that Apostle is in. So we have a cap on numbers, and it will be first confessor. The other thing I'm going to say is that if you are planning to go and you're planning to share, it's a good idea for you to identify who you want to share with. And if you don't have someone to share with, 
speak to elder. He may know others who also want to share but don't have someone to share with. But consider carefully that um, at the point where you're registering for the, uh, for the trip. Uh, deposits are required by the end of April and places are filling fast. Finally, uh, I have a couple of messages here that are thank you messages. Just to say thank you, a very special thank you to express their appreciation to our parents in the Lord, Apostle and Reverend Omar Williams, pastors, elders, deaconesses, deacons, and all members of Christ Faith Tabernacle. You've been so very thoughtful and shown much kindness to us. And that's why this wish and appreciation is filled with grateful thanks. From Dickiness Remy Lamina and Dickiness Bola Olanio and their families. And finally, I have a thank you also, says to Apostle Reverend Omar Administrators, Pastors, Elders, Dickens, Dickinesses, CFT members, friends, and well wishers. Thank you for your prayers, your loyal support for the family of Sister Teresa Adomaku for attending the service of songs, a true celebration of life. Thank you again for being a caring and comforting family, Christ Faith Tabernacle. May the Lord bless and keep you all, and may you never lack good things in Jesus' name. Amen. That's a thank you from the family of Sister Teresa, whose service of songs was held at New Cross uh, about a week or so ago. And on that note, I think the general announcements for today finish, and I would like to invite our dad, Apostle A.T.B. Williams. He jumped up from his seat. Amen. Amen. Bless you all. Can I just say to us that uh, tonight's meeting is in your home so that you don't come to the sanctuary tonight but we start at eight it will be on the zoom if you don't know if you don't have the zoom is the warriors of the night and you can always uh, phone elder charles and he will give that to you i also want to remind you that today is 1102 nights days really we have been praying so get that in your heart and tomorrow we'll be back here this coming week we will be here Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But Tuesday will be on the, on the Zoom. And the Lord will bless you. Shall we rise up together, please? Let's read together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is thy kingdom, thy power, thy glory, forever and ever. Amen. Shall we read together Hebrews 13, 20 and 21 with an uplifted hand? Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. And turn to someone and read to that person, 
First Corinthians, uh, 2 Corinthians 13, 14. Shall we? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now. And to yourself, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. There shall be shouts of blessing, it will fall in your house. and the ushers will lead you out row by row.